Hey, they're coming back, yeah. Vier hat an sich back in trail. I heard there's an emergency meeting of the grinders. They came back. Where was that headline? Anyway, uh, Trump loses it over a new poll. So I just got back from Thanks Walmart for 95K. today, and I paid for all of these groceries using We're this. We're out on the fucking trail of Trumpy going um, to but jail. But you've got this post shortly, and as Donald Trump realizes that he's just a massive loser, he just continues to spread election conspiracies and the big conspiracy that he's pushing now to try to have another insurrection soon or uh, following the results if he is nominated by the MAGA Republican Party uh, to be their cult leader who they nominate to run against President Biden after he loses to President Biden. He's going to claim it's because the prosecutors and as he says, the prosecutors and the uh, grand juries and uh, the criminal investigations of him, he goes, it's the new ballot stuffing. It is completely deranged stuff. Um, I'll show you what he's saying about uh, the poll and then the conspiracy theories and then what he's saying about Ron DeSantis. So you're going to want to watch this full video because it gets interesting. Um, Donald Trump writes in this post, polls can be worse than the written word. The new Quinnipiac poll that has me two points behind Biden is fake. And he puts <laughs> fake all in caps because they didn't sample nearly enough Republicans. <laughs> These polls are fake. He writes that again. Just like most of the media is fake. They all work <laughs> together. We're not going to let it be taken away <laughs> again. You see. He has the threat at the end. We're not going to let it be taken away. Delusions again. of grandeur. Kind of merged with the conspiracy theory of that it's being taken away. versus the fact that he's a loser. What's interesting, though, about what he says, too, is he goes, they did not sample nearly enough Republicans. Lie. But one of the things I always talk about is, what does it mean to be a modern Republican today? And I've said in posts, and we've talked about it on the Midas Touch uh, Network and on our podcasts, there is a shift in the political paradigm. And the way we talk about it, our discourse about political parties, needs to reflect the reality that exists right now, which is it's no longer, on the one hand, you have Democrats, liberal progressives, and on the other hand, you have Republicans who are conservative. That's not really what exists anymore, because this modern-day Republican Party is not a conservative party. They are the MAGA Republican Party, which is authoritarian and fascist and doesn't believe in democracy. So the paradigm, and we saw this 
in the midterm elections, as all of the large media was pushing the narrative of the red wave, but here at the Midas Touch Network, when we had people on like Simon Rosenberg and Tom Bonnier, people who were reviewing the data, we were always saying here, no, the large media networks have it wrong. Their, their data is completely off. And to me, the real paradigm that exists is you have pro-democracy Democrats, which includes progressives, liberals, people who are actually conservative, not this fake performative fascist crap, independents, uh, as well as people not affiliated with political parties. It's a big tent pro-democracy Democrat. To me, Democratic Party really is the party of democracy. That's what it means. And there's disagreements, but good faith disagreements, and ultimately a support of our democracy. And on the other hand, you have MAGA Republicans, fascist, authoritarian, QAnon, and I think that's the real <laughs> distinction here. And so I think as we move more to 2024 and people see someone like Donald Trump, who's a cult leader leading the Republican Party, yeah, you may somehow have 20%, 25% of America that supports this cult, also largely fueled by traitorous propaganda networks like Fox and OAN and Newsmax injecting disinformation for profit. Meanwhile, they mock their supporters uh, in the background. But, you know, I think overwhelmingly 65, 70, 75% of Americans who care about truth and and competency and compassion and humanity and democracy. Look at posts like this where you have a malignant narcissist saying fake, 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 take it away and go, you know, this is this is not what America is all about. And I think that's where most of the country is at. I called it previously the exhausted majority, but it's exhausted no more who we support democracy. Here's Donald Trump's other post. He goes, this weird new tool is quickly becoming the most popular tool for gardeners in 2023. It combines all the power of a traditional chainsaw into one compact device that can be used with one hand. Eliminating all the hassle of a chainsaw without the large size, gasoline, or painfully loud noise. Seniors everywhere love it because they can finally maintain their yard without struggling to carry around a heavy saw. It was created by a former tool company engineer. His inspiration came when he learned that the average age of a chainsaw-related injury is 45.2 years old. Why? While people of all ages struggle with gasoline chainsaws, it's especially hard for seniors and it has everything to do with the design of traditional chainsaws. They're big. They're terrifyingly loud. And they often weigh over 16 pounds. Overhead landscaping is especially hard for seniors. Imagine your arms shaking as you hold a heavy chainsaw above your head at odd angles trying to shave off a tree limb. Scary, right? That's when he started his own tool company to do the opposite of the big tool giants. Instead of forcing customers... He's bragging about this photo taken by AP. He goes, no, that was an actual photo taken by AP. And knowing AP, they would try to make me look as bad as possible, not better. But the photographer obviously did a great job. And then it has some right-wing propaganda periodical called the Western Journal. It says, people can't believe photo of Trump is real. Accuse supporters of editing it. One Trump, a very generous comment that is beyond parody and laugh out loud funny. Who are they talking about? One liberal? 
<laughs> you're talking about you just one liberal said this and we're going to write a whole story about it look when i look at this photograph objectively that is not a big crowd right there i mean this photo that you're bragging about i mean i think the estimates were about 1500 to 2000 people who were there i know you want to claim it's 25000 or 50000 but if you think this is the best photo and by the way there's overhead aerial photos um which show uh, how small this crowd was, but you know, this is a small rally. It's a small get together. You got some bleachers in the back. You got a, you know a thousand plus people, maybe fifteen hundred people, sitting on chairs surrounding a stage, and, uh, and and that's what what it is. I mean, it is what it is. This isn't something I'd brag about. You know, then he posts this photo, and I, I think that it's not a surprising photo for him to post because if you go and look at this photo that he posts here it's like where have we seen that photo before here i'm just going to show you a photo of crowds cheering adolf hitler on his 51st birthday in 1940 outside the reich chancellery in berlin i mean you you, you look at that photograph and tell me that you don't see um, some parallels between those photographs but you can make up your mind uh, and decide here Here's a video that Donald Trump posted where he, this is what I said, he's spreading the conspiracy theories where he talks about that uh, election interference is taking place through the fact that he's being criminally investigated. Play this clip. Election interference through prosecutors is the new ballot stuffing for the Democrat Party. It's bad. It's dangerous. It's third world. And this is the way they're going to do it. They are a disgrace to our nation. So you see what he's doing there, right? He's setting up the conspiracy theory so when he loses, he can try to inspire another January 6th style insurrection. And finally, here's the post that he makes about uh, Ron DeSantis. He goes, Ron De Sanctimonious is being crushed in the polls, all of them. Many globalists are having second thoughts. Rhinos, Carl Rove, Pauline Ryan, and Jeb Low Energy Bush are beside themselves. They have rarely witnessed a cratering of this magnitude. Maybe they should have told Ron that trying to destroy Social Security and Medicare three times is not a good thing to do. And, and, and here's the thing with Donald Trump. Donald Trump is going to take any issue, by the way, I mean, preserving and protecting Social Security and Medicare, that's what Democrats have been fighting for. The Republican position, the Republican Party's position is to cut Social Security and to cut Medicare. That's what they've always wanted to do. But like, we have to face it, like, they're not really Republicans. They're just a Donald Trump cult at this point. And um, when you talk about people like Carl Rove and Pauline Ryan and Jeb Bush and, you know, all of these people who Donald Trump refers to as rhinos and DeSantis, you know, these are ultimately are very weak people. Because if they all got together and they all forcefully called out Donald Trump the way Democrats do, the way I think any sane human being should do if somebody acted towards them the way Donald Trump acts towards people like Chris Christie, the way Donald Trump acts to people like Karl Rove or Pauline Ryan or Jeb Bush. You know, when Donald Trump calls them out... Um, 
Paul? He, I said Pauline Ryan, Paul Ryan. Um, and, and by the way, you know, that's him, you know, uh, mocking Paul Ryan in, in I think, a misogynistic way, too. Um, but you've got to, you've got to call him out. You can't, how could you be so weak that you just accept that and you go, oh, he can call me whatever names he wants. Yeah, he wants to call my wife ugly. He wants to say that my dad killed JFK. You know, he wants to spread these conspiracies about me. I mean, stand up for yourself, people. Stand up for yourself. Stand up for people. Stand up for democracy. What's the point of power? You know, if you're a Republican and you're craving power, if ultimately you're part of a cult and this individual just tells you what to do, it's like with Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy wanted to be the speaker so bad, wanted to be so bad, but he has no power. He has no authority. If he does one little thing that makes the cult leader, Donald Trump, upset, then Donald Trump turns on him and he's afraid and and he backs down. Same thing with Ron DeSantis. Like, does Ron DeSantis truly have any power? That's what he's after. He's craving. He's power hungry. But does he actually have it? No, because the moment he tries to flex it even a little bit and Donald Trump wags his finger, Ron DeSantis puts his tail between his legs and does nothing. It's it's embarrassing. And if you can't stand up to this maniac... If you can't stand up to this total deranged nothing of a human being, if you can't see this emperor has absolutely no clothes and is a wannabe fashion, if you can't call that out clearly, powerfully, then, 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 then go to Russia. Go, go, go and do not have positions of political power. Because here in America, we support democracy, we support competence, support compassion. When I read these statements by Donald Trump, that's not, you know, and, and you know how these MAGA Republicans are like, this is what a man is, this is what man, no it's not. No it's not. This is the exact opposite of that. This is weak. This is uh, indecent. This is uh, as lowbrow as it's pathetic. It's pathetic to watch, but we're going to have to keep calling it out here because I believe firmly that we can't cover our eyes and close our ears to what's taking place. Large media networks want to normalize this. We're not going to let anybody normalize this. And I want you to take this video. I want you to comment on it. I want you to share Friends, co-workers, colleagues, neighbors, anybody you know, share this video. Because it's important that what we point out is that there's a larger portion of this country, pro-democracy, we love our country. We love our country. We love our Constitution. We want to make our country better. We can say that and also look at what the Republican Party has become and say that is anti-American. That has no place here. That is in. No.
Okay. So yeah, I changed. I did the share. Did you? Did you notice? Maniacal objectives. It's good expression. About when Diaper Dawn called. Screenshots. <clears throat> anyway, so shout out to KAMP Student Radio at the University of Arizona and KPYT Pasquayaki Travel Radio Travel Radio Travel Radio. Trump attempts further obstruction of criminal case. Justin. This is Michael Popak, Legal AF, with some updated news about Alan Weisselberg and the possibility that he is flipping or has flipped on Donald Trump. There's some new reporting out this morning by the Daily Beast that suggests quite the opposite of that, that perhaps it is the Trump organization through Eric Trump and ultimately Donald Trump who's made the decision to part ways with Alan Weisselberg's uh, criminal defense lawyer and criminal defense team, Nick Gravanti, who joined just nine months ago to represent <laughs> Alan Weisselberg at the very end and towards the trial of the Trump organization against the Manhattan DA's office that, of course, resulted in 17-count tax fraud conviction. Right. Alan Weisselberg, the longtime CFO who had worked for Donald Trump's father before him and really knows where all the bodies are buried, is currently at Rikers Island, but wrapping up a five-month sentence that he received uh -huh. for his own tax evasion issues. Now, he did testify on behalf of the Manhattan DA's office. Nick Gravanti did have him meet uh, with the Manhattan DA's office to prepare his testimony before he went up on the stand. But he did not have a traditional cooperation agreement with the Manhattan DA. He had to testify truthfully, or they would go after him and argue for a larger sentence. But it wasn't your traditional, we, we reported on this on Legal AF the podcast that I co-anchor on Wednesdays and Saturdays at the time, that trial happening in December of 2022. But Alan Weisselberg did take the stand. He didn't implicate Donald Trump directly, but he did try to be the fall guy. But at the same time, the jury believed that if if Alan Weisselberg knew, that the Trump organization knew, and they didn't buy the Trump organization and Trump's defense theory that this was Alan Weisselberg as a rogue employee, you know, doing things for himself to line his own pockets with compensation and and uh, school tuition and limousines and free apartments um, without Donald Trump knowing. They didn't buy that. Yeah. Trump organization got nailed. 
But apparently the reporting is that the Trump world, meaning Donald Trump, was none too pleased with Nick Gravanti, the lawyer, along with Mary Mulligan, who was hired by the Trump organization and paid by the Trump organization to represent Alan Weisselberg, um, because they didn't like the fact that they had um, Alan go in and meet with the Manhattan DA's office, and they didn't like the fact that apparently Nick Gravanti, a very well-known and well-respected white-collar criminal defense lawyer in New York, was trying to protect his client, Alan Weisselberg, at all costs and wasn't playing nice in the sandbox with the Trump Organization or its lawyer, Susan Necklace. Now, let's, let's square the circle. Susan Necklace is currently representing Donald Trump in the Stormy Daniels investigation mm -hmm. by the Manhattan mm -hmm. DA and apparently is the lead criminal defense lawyer, not Joe Tacopina, who's going to handle all things Trump with the Manhattan DA. That Susan Necklace apparently was not pleased either that Alan Weisselberg wasn't playing nice with them, did not meet with the Trump organization to prepare his testimony, but met instead mm -hmm. with the Manhattan DA. Now, on the eve, I think he gets out in less than a month from Rikers Island, of Alan Weisselberg leaving jail, um, and the, uh, but not the crosshairs of the Manhattan DA's office, because they are still squeezing Alan Weisselberg with threats that they will prosecute him for insurance fraud related to the Trump organization. So he's not out of the woods yet with the Manhattan DA who want him to cooperate and testify in the Stormy Daniels investigation and grand jury and with all the other criminal investigations that they are still considering going out.